What up, though? Welcome to the Fat Boy MMA Podcast, where we talk about everything combat sports, but mainly MMA. If you want to hear a couple regular MMA fans talk about MMA history, notable fighters, up-and-coming fighters, and everything in between, then this is the podcast for you. Now, I should warn you, we're not professionals, but we are big fans of combat sports. Now, if that sits good with you, grab a beverage, sit back, relax, and let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fat Boy MMA Podcast. I am your host, DC. And of course, I got my co-host here with me, Locke. Hey, how's it going, everyone? And we have a special guest in the building. So this is the second podcast in a row that we have a special guest in the building. And this is a returning guest. Uh, I believe uh, this is, and I don't know based on episodes that are actually coming out because we had a few that will be on our archive, but I believe this is his third appearance on the show. So we have TJ on the show today. Thanks, man. Happy to be here. Okay, so, of course, Locke's famous words. We got a good one for y'all today. (laughs) So today's episode, we are going to talk about uh, Amanda Nunes and something very, very particular. Um. So of course, just recently she lost uh, lost her 135 pound title to um, to uh, uh, why is her name skipping me right now to uh, Juliana Pena, and so um, in that also in the pound for pound rankings, immediately er- pretty much everybody had her at number one in the UFC. She was number one for women, and on Sure Dog she was number one. And what happened after that fight, the UFC dropped her to number three, and then SureDog actually dropped her to number four. Um, Now, just in case anybody wants to know those rankings right now in the top five on the UFC's website, we have Valentina Shevchenko at number one, Rose Namajunas at two, Amanda Nunes at three, Juliana Pena at four, and Wei Li at number five. And then if we go over to the Sure Dog rankings, we have Valentina Shevchenko at one, Rose Namajunas at two, Juliana Pena at three, Amanda Nunes at four, and Christine Cyborg at number five. Now, of course, Cyborg is not in the UFC anymore, so she wouldn't show up on those UFC uh, rankings. But that brought up a question that I, I sent out to Locke and I also uh, ended up sending out to TJ as to whether that loss warrants going from number one and dropping down to number three. And for this conversation, um, I'll just use the UFC rankings because I think they're um, they're a little bit more relevant in comparison only because we can compare people that have more potential to fight each other. but. If uh, if Locke or TJ, one of you all use the um, the sure dog rankings, that works, too. Uh, but I'm going to actually throw the question out there to TJ first. And this is a brand new segment. <clears throat> this is going to be a short episode. And we're calling this segment Make Your Case. So it's really about a person taking, you know, kind of the question or whatever else and looking into it and deciding what they think, which way it should go, how they feel about it, and whatever, you know, supporting arguments that they have. 
So I am going to shoot it over to TJ first to go ahead and make his case whether um, that drop was warranted or not. Yeah, man. Um, I thought on it long and hard and have been trying to figure out, you know, in my to myself, you know, whether or not it makes sense for her to drop either from number one or at all or that far down. I, I can justify her falling to number two. I can 100% understand that, especially when you look at who's consensus number one pound for pound in this, which is Valentina. Her performances to date have been so dominant to the point, I think even her last fight, everyone was looking at it as if she was, you know, having a sparring match against a low-ranked opponent, right? Like, at some point, people were saying, like, she like she was taking it easy. Um, I just don't understand how you can justify, you know, Rose being above her in any scenario, considering... Rose has, and since Amanda has been double champion, Rose has lost her belt, had to regain it, had some wars, right? Um, and then the fact that, again, Amanda is still double champion, so she's still a champion. It's not like she lost both her belts. And the, she's still the favorite in her rematch with, with Juliana. So, like, Sherdog, for instance, having her go above, I get the whole Chael Sonnen argument of if you win, you automatically take that person's spot, but it's like, she's still considered the favorite, like, by a large margin, which is crazy to me. So, I, I just don't see her going down to three or four. I think that's a bit absurd and kind of disrespectful of her legacy. No, I, I think you make uh, I think you make some real good points there. And um, I purposely held something back that I will bring out when I make my argument. <laughs> but I think you made some uh, good points there. So, Locke, I would love to get your thoughts, your feedback on it. Yeah, so I'm going to agree for the most part. Now, I still think, you know, we're looking at the, you know, the current rankings pound for pound. So after a loss, you got to move on that. I still have Nunez as the all-time you know, female best pound for pound fighter. Um, but I, you have to move her below the best number one champion after that lost. I mean, you just look at winning streaks. I, I, I get that. Uh, coming in under Rose is a little tough. I'm a Rose fan, so I can see it a little bit more than TJ does, uh, just as, you know, a, a fanboy. She's coming off of two pretty impressive wins. Uh, her her only loss was a, a flash knockout in a fight she was winning, which I used to thought meant you dominated someone when you knock them out. Apparently nowadays that means it's a fluke or something, and you got to run it back. I don't get that, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, Sherdog having her below Pena, that's really, really rough. Um, and, and I think something that kind of makes it even weirder that they would move her down is if you look at the woman's pound for pound rankings, it's kind of a train wreck Uh, on the, on the, the male side, it's pretty consistent. Uh, Max is the highest ranking guy at seven that has a loss within the last two years, you know? Mm -hmm. So a loss slides you down pretty far up there. It, it, It checks out. But on the women's side, you have a lot of people that are high ranked, you know, Wei Lei, uh, Wei Lee's still ranked high on there. She's had two losses in a row. Um, you know, almost all these girls that are ranked high, Andrade, uh, Pena, even they've all had at least a loss within the last two years. So that makes it a little bit weirder to have such a slide after one loss. Um, but she did look pretty bad in the loss, and it could be a fight that's nothing and she gets back on track and she comes back and looks like the Nunez are old or it could be the start of the slide. So 
Um, she definitely has to go be- below Shevchenko. Rose is a that is something that we could actually debate. I could see it either way, but coming in under Pena, I think, is ridiculous. Yeah, once again, all all good points, and um, this is what I will say. Um, first of all, I appreciate you acknowledging the best number one champion. Uh, you were on a roll, so I, I threw it in there, but you didn't stop. <laughs> But um, so I will say this. I agree with both of you, gentlemen. That was the way that I was thinking until for this podcast. I said, you know, there's so many times where our feeling based on something is based on the ideology of it. But what is the definition of it? And what happens if I go to the definition? So one of the things, of course, as we would do our Fallen Goat series was ask the question of what is a goat? And, you know, that definition was different depending on who you talk to. So with this, I wanted to go and say, okay, what does it mean to be pound for pound? So I start looking up where it came from and what it meant. And I came across a couple articles. One of them was on Bleacher Report. And um, I forget exactly where the other one was at. But they talked about the origins of pound for pound raking being um, back when Sugar Ray Robinson was a tear in boxing. He was so good that they could only compare him to much bigger men because they said nobody his size could, you know, really mess with him. So, so to give people an idea, especially at that time, what that meant. So he initially went 40 and 0, and then he had his first loss to Jake LaMotta. They ended up eventually having a six fight rivalry in which he won five out of the six. So Jake LaMotta beat him that first time. He beat him five times after that. He didn't lose again for another 90 fights in eight years. He ended up going 29. Two and two for that loss period, and overall his record was 174 and 19. So the only reason why I'm putting that out there is to talk about the origins and who that litmus test of what's there, how dominant that individual was, where nobody at their weight was even comparable. And so you had to start comparing them and saying, okay, what if we took this person's skill level and put them in the same uh, dimensions and body type of the person that they're going up against, who would win? When I look at it that way, and as everybody knows, I really never had Amanda as my number one. When I look at it that way and I go and I just look at skill for skill, I don't think she's more skilled than Valentina Shevchenko. I don't think she's more skilled than uh, Thug Rose. I don't think she's more skilled than uh, than Wei Li. I do think she's more skilled than Juliana Pena, but I think Juliana Pena kind of beat her at her own game with um, kind of being able to take a punch and deliver a harder one. And then, of course, as we talked about in the last podcast, you know, going to uh, Amanda Nunez's weakness, which is grappling to do it. But 
you almost have to put Juliana Pena over her if we're talking about pound for pound because they were the same, not just the same weight. They are the closest of any of these ladies on this list as to actually being the same size, not just the same weight. So if they're the same size and the same weight and Juliana wins, you have to give her pound for pound. Now, if we're talking about GOAT status, we're talking about all-time status, and we're talking about different matchups, I think that's very different. But if I had to put a pound-for-pound list, and and I agree that the women's division is very difficult because there's not enough of them, and they're all kind of fighting each other. But Valentina undeniably is number one. I actually put Rose at number two and weigh Lee at number three. Once again, if I'm saying skill for skill, and I give any one of their skills, and I put that in Amanda Nunez's body, does Amanda Nunez beat that? And I say no. So, of course, now, for the next couple of minutes, this is a short segment. I want to allow for any rebuttals that anybody might want to have. Try to keep it to about one minute for your rebuttal. And uh, anybody that want to go next, throw it out there. I uh I don't disagree with you. I I I, I do find it weird that you say White Whaley is more skilled than Amanda Nunes. And that could just be maybe because, you know, Whaley's only been on the scene for what, two and a half years now, I think three maybe on a mainstream. Um I think Whaley has a lot of flaws in her game beyond being super hittable. Where I think um I think that Amanda has, I would say, the better skills that I think Amanda has that glowing flaw that you talked about on the last part podcast, but also when stuff when when it gets tough, I don't want to cuss here, but when she, when shit gets tough, she quits. She Let shows it, go, it. Man, we cuss on this all the time. She, <laughs> I don't even want to say she just straight up quits because like even in a cyborg fight, she didn't quit. But like, there's a moment where she decides, all right, I'm done, and she's done. Right, and we saw that in the Cats and Gano fight. Um, again, Rose, like I said, I I could see Rose being in front of her. I question it, but I could still see it. Um, and, I, and I agree, Valentina's the number one pound for pound here. All time, legendary all time. It'll probably be Amanda News in my book, only because she did it twice against the best. Um, but right now, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if that made sense. So I'm gonna end, stop talking. No, that made sense, and I agree. All time is a different conversation. I, I debate between her and Valentina, and of course, we know I'm biased, and I, it's still a debate to me, right? So I definitely agree. Locke, what about you? Anything? Yeah. Uh, well, first thing I want to say, when you're five and one against a guy, I don't know that rivalry is the right word for that relationship. I think that's just some dude who's <laughs> ass you beat all the time. Uh, so, you know, just a terminology thing. I don't know. But as far as the, your definition of the pound to pound that you got off Bleacher Report, I, I don't know that I like that a lot. I think by that reasoning, I definitely think Rose, Valentina, all move ahead of Nunez, definitely. I think at that point, even Holly Holmes starts to move ahead of uh, Nunez, you know, if we're talking about just skills. Um, it, but another reason I don't like that, I mean, because if we're just going by that definition, like all of a sudden, like Ngano is like what, like the worst pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world or something? I just think it's, you know, I, I think what you're actually producing you know, in the cage counts for something. So I, I kind of prefer that. But I think by that definition, the Nunez definitely is below at least Shevchenko and Rose. Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand that. And 
that's why I think it's good to put those definitions out because I think so many times in the general, it's like anything else that's in general conversation, uh, definitions cross each other. And there are so many things that you, it's hard to iron out what you're specifically talking about. But even if you listen to the words pound for pound, it's basically saying, you know, if the weight and everything was even, who would win? So if everything else is even, you have nothing left but skill. So that's why I like that definition. I think maybe there's something else that we need to come up with. And we're probably the best podcast to do it, right? (laughs) It's something else that we need to come up with specifically that would put a label for what most people think of when they say pound for pound. Because I agree, I don't think it's based on the actual original definition. So those are my last words. I know we went a little bit over. I want to give each of you all like 30 seconds for any other last words, and then we'll wrap it up. Go ahead, TJ. Sorry, my space bar stopped working. Uh, I want to do this, but for the men's pound for pound, because that's absurd. That's it. That's my last words. <laughs> I got it. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Lot. Yeah, I'd be definitely down to talk about the men's pound for pound, because doing a bunch of research on the women's pound for pound rankings is uh, headache inducing. It's it's a train wreck, man. <laughs> I definitely agree, especially when, if you look at the UFC rankings, they had Caitlin Chukagian at number 10. Uh, yes, yeah, so. Hey, I know you got to yeah. wrap this up, but real quick. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, so nobody today has to go towards grappling? Like nobody here has to go do a grappling tournament and shit? That's amazing. I think, I think that's a first <laughs> for one of our episodes. <laughs> Listen, I'll sit, Amanda gets one more loss. She got to go to, you know, submission cage wrestling or something. I don't know. One more loss. That's all it takes. One more loss. <laughs> she retires, right? Hey, that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to thank you all for listening. Of course, uh, thank our special guest, TJ, for coming on. And this wraps up another episode of the Fat Boy MMA podcast. Come back and listen again. That wraps up another Fat Boy MMA podcast. If you have a topic for us, please email us at fatboymma55 at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media by going to links.fatboymma.com. That's links.fatboymma.com. Thank you for listening.